I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see Get some facts and go back and see Don't throw out the salaries on other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. And we don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. in the Pope podcast available on Spotify and Apple podcast. We would like to thank the wonderful people at Hobson Barley in Union City for their support. Also, thank you, those that check in with us each week and your listenership means uh, uh, so much to us. You just can't believe. Uh, this week, we are announcing the winners in our hoodie giveaway, which social media giveaway. We'll talk college basketball, the NFL playoffs, NBA best bets, a lot, a lot of stuff to go on. Let's get to the gooey center. Start the show. It's the Weeks in the Pope podcast. So we gave away some hoodies this week. It was a social media giveaway, and congratulations to Shelby Willett, or we know Shelby. Uh, Also, Dustin Sweeney, you said? Yes. And uh, they were part of the giveaways. They shared and liked and mentioned some friends in on their share as well. So out of the random draw, they were the ones that won the Weeks and the Pope hoodies, if you would like. To purchase a hoodie, just get in touch with us, with us on our social media pages uh, or on our Twitter page at Weeks and the Pope. So we're starting with NFL, Mr. Steven. And I know you had a perfect weekend last week with your picks. It was perfect. It yeah. was perfect. Not gambling, but I had a, I had a prediction where I was, I was perfect. Right. San Francisco, no problem with Seattle. Uh, you had Purdy with over 300 yards passing. Uh, McCaffrey was possibly the greatest trade in the past several years I mean, when you get a all you had to do is trade a sack of potatoes for him then, yeah. yeah 120 yards basically and and he he does even more through the air i mean this guy's just amazing and then that defense for san fran yeah Devo had a, i mean went for 133 and a touchdown uh i mean it was 17 16 at halftime and i was thinking oh god like yeah, but you know that's credit to Geno Smith. He played great, and it shouldn't have been seventeen sixteen if it wasn't for the uh, the hit on on Smith that put them in field goal range. Oh yeah, that was very very dumb. It was very stupid. I mean, Ward was just uh, he lost his mind there for a moment, but San Fran then pulled away. I just think that there was no no uh, no being able to stop them in in many ways for Seattle. Seattle had a decent season. They still got a lot of work to do. A decent season. I felt like it was a f- tremendous season for them. I think over under of their wins was somewhere around six. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they surpassed that. Uh, they were winning the division most of the year. That shows uh, you how good a coach he, Pete Carroll is. Oh, yeah. He's a very good coach. I mean, winning with Geno Smith is something is, is different. I mean, what do you 
I mean, what else can you say? He had a great season. I, I know one of my buddies who's a huge Geno Smith fan it was was happy about the the <laughs> this season yeah, this year. Yeah. Uh, Walker is a hell of a running back. Yeah, if they have found a running back. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Walker Jr. or the second or third, whatever, one of those numbers. He is a very, very good running back. I mean, he was a Heisman candidate his, his last year at Michigan State. I mean, he's a good player. But, I mean, they've got a good team. I mean, they've just got to figure out – I don't know if they want to keep going forward, Geno Smith, but uh, I, I think they're in a good spot. They're a very good spot, giving up uh, their franchise in Russell Wilson. Uh, Jacks defeated the Chargers 31-30. Uh, not really a surprise there for me because they were playing at home. Jacksonville's playing really well. I thought it would be a good game. Uh, I did go Chargers on that one. Uh, Brandon Staley allowed to stay as head coach really shocked the hell out of me because uh, the the whole thing actually shocked me because he fired his offensive coordinator when he's the one that calls the defensive plays, and it was the defense that sucked balls. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they sucked in the second half. Yeah. I mean, four interceptions in the first half, you're thinking, oh, this game is over. Yeah. Uh, that, that touchdown right before half for Trevor Lawrence and I guess it was Evan Ingram. I mean, that was – it turned out to be huge. Yeah, it was. I was twenty-seven was. to nothing going into that and that drive, and they run down there, they score, and then you know, going in after halftime, you're just thinking, well, maybe the Jags can keep it close. Yeah, uh, and that's an electrifying offense. And, and, it, and Doug Peterson's one of the best coaches well, in football. He he's a he's a he is a quarterback whisperer. He's something, you know. I mean, he won a he won a championship with Nick Foles. Yep. As a quarterback, and had Carson Wentz as an MVP candidate. Yeah, I mean, look at that. And then Carson Wentz goes somewhere else, and it's like, who? That had a lot to do with him going to the Colts. Yep, and thus, and then his Red career. Uh, so, yeah. I don't. It just uh, Trevor Lawrence is is a problem. Uh, I don't know how much of a problem he's going to be for the Chiefs, but I mean, the spread's way too high right now at eight and a half. So who knows what happens for that one? Uh, Chiefs are Chiefs are good, so we're not going to sit. I mean, they are the number one number one seed for a reason. But I mean, we see we see wild card teams like this. The te- or, I mean, and technically they're not a wild card team. They won the division. Yeah. But did. I mean, we see teams like this all the time beat the one seed. I mean, yeah. last year we had it, and it's just you know you never know in playoff football. Trevor Lawrence is playing well. They've won I think seven out of nine or eight out of ten. I can't remember what it is. Seems like it's eight out of ten. But I mean, they've. They've they've turned into a play, they've turned into a playoff team from abs, play, I mean being absolute dog crap in the start of the season. I yeah. mean, but they had to get used to the whole Doug Peterson thing. They had yeah. to get the Urban Meyer out of their system. They had the Urban Hangover still. Yeah, that's for sure. Miami challenged Buffalo, but the Bills came out on top. I, I, the Buffalo Bills defense really did a great job of containing Josh Allen and forcing him into some huge mistakes. Yeah. Man. I, I mean, I think we're eventually – I mean, and I've, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but we're going to have to start talking about – Josh Allen has turnover issues. Yes. He was, he was, I think, second in the league in quarterbacks with turnovers. Uh, that's not good when you're about to have to play the defending AFC champions. Yeah, and who, who just absolutely – you better be perfect because they're damn near perfect. Offensively, uh, yes. Yeah, you know, because – Man, they're they're just too, it's too damn good. But uh, I was really shocked at how bad the Bills looked at home. I, I thought, you know, yeah, Josh Allen on the road, probably making some mistakes. But at home, 
man, those were some huge mistakes. And credit to Miami with a third-string quarterback whose dad drove 18 hours to come watch his son play in his first NFL start, and he almost beats the Bills. Just awesome. Yeah. Uh, you got to give credit to Mike McDaniel for getting Skylar Thompson ready. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's played a few games this year. I mean, we, we, I think he's actually started game. That was his first playoff start. But, I right, mean, right. that would have been – it might have been – if Tua would have played, it would have been his first start in the playoffs too. So, I mean, they had, they had two quarterbacks that hadn't played in the playoffs. I don't know about Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, he might have played a little bit with the I think Saints. He did. I think he did. But either, either way. Either Saints or with Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, either way um, – I don't know who's going to be the quarterback going I – mean, or I think the quarterback going forward is Tua. Uh, but, I mean, the Dolphins, they – outside of quarterback injuries, I thought they were I thought they were pretty good this year. Uh, very unfortunate that they did not have a quarterback in that – I mean, they did. But, I mean, yes. he still went like 17 of 40. Right, right. He was – and he had a lot of drops. Yes. A lot of receivers. And I, I think they really need to start addressing that because it shouldn't reflect on the quarterback – when you hit the guy in the numbers and he should catch it, that should reflect on him and not the quarterback. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's just what what can you do? I mean, yeah. but I mean, he's still he was seventeen to forty. Uh, but I mean, he made some big throws and some big time, uh, big time like positions. Yeah, and he kept him in the game. The defense kept him in the game with with a with a defensive touchdown. Uh, just forcing turnovers and and keeping Josh Allen off balance is what happened. And they played really well. I mean, we weren't expecting a – I mean, I think the spread ended up being 12 and a half. Yeah. It started off at nine. That was before they knew Skylar Thompson was starting and it moved up to 12 and a half. And then by kickoff, it was 14 and a half. Wow. Uh, just for a division game in a playoff setting, I don't know how – I feel like that was way too high. I still ended up picking the Bills because I thought, I thought the Bills were going to come out and play hot. And they did start hot. Yeah, they did start hot. I mean, it was 17 14, to nothing. 14, was, 17, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they gave, them, they gave them everything they had, and then they just – then Josh Allen started turning the ball over. And I don't think – I mean, one of those wasn't on him, but, I mean, the other two were. Yeah. So, it just – you know, it, Dolphins played really well. Uh, the Bills got a game coming up. I mean, they're yes, they're playing and they're getting to play in Buffalo against the uh, Bengals, which I still kind of think is crap. Uh, but I mean the Bengals are hot, hot, mm-hmm. and the might be the hottest team in football. Yeah. So let's, I mean, let's see. I mean, this is this is the week we've been waiting on. We've been ready to see this game for. Well, I mean, we had it, and then it got canceled. Yeah. We, so we're here. We are. We're ready for it. Yeah. Cincinnati down Baltimore just by seven. Would that have been a different game with Lamar? I mean, I think so, but I think the Bengals would have had a different kind of game plan. I yeah. think that they would have. I, I think that they knew that they didn't have to have a perfect game plan to win win against Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley didn't have a bad game. No, he didn't. I thought, I, but I mean, he he is not Lamar Jackson. And do you are are you one of the ones that are pissed that Lamar Jackson didn't decided not to play? Because I mean, I, I've been seeing both sides, and I can understand both sides. But mm. also, when I when we talked about last week when we went back to RG three. Yeah. I still go back to RG3. Yeah. Every time when we started talking about that, RG3 went out and they were t- and he was told to put a brace on it, and he did, and he went out and he won a playoff game. Or, or even if he didn't win the playoff game, he played his ass off and tore every ligament in his knee, and he was out of the out of the, out of of the the league in less than five years. Yeah. Uh, and it ruined his career. And, I mean, now he's a great television guy. I mean, we've talked about that. And he'd rather be playing, but and I mean, he'd make a lot more money exactly. playing. Exactly. So, yeah. I'd, I'd, so in, in, in the investment scheme of things – then, yes, I see what Lamar's doing. I understand what Lamar's doing because owners would do the same thing. Yes. You know, 
Yeah, so I don't put it past the player. So I don't, I don't blame him, but I can understand why people would be upset. Like, hey, you're the guy. Yeah. But I mean, this is it. I mean, he, he this is the off season for him where he's going to get paid. So I don't know where he's going to go. I don't know if he goes back to Baltimore. I think there's going to be a few teams interested. Um, Seattle. Seattle's a <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, if, Denver if, is if, possible. If Miami doesn't. If Miami doesn't Boom. stick with Tua, that's another. Heck yeah. The team in Nashville, that's a chance. Yes. I don't know. I mean, because I think they're going to go try to go in a different scheme. I, so, I, would would Lamar Jackson fit in that scheme? Who knows? I'm just saying. I, yeah, because they want to play quicker. They do. And, you know, they, they hired their new GM. We'll talk about that at the end of the playoff talk. But, I mean, who knows what happens, yeah. you know. And I, Lamar's got is going to have options. I just don't know if he's – I think he might be done in Baltimore. Yeah, I think he's burned a bridge. But now Baltimore's got a uh, a quarterback uh, decision to make. Or what are they going to do? Are they going to go out and try to find one in the draft, try to trade trade up and get somebody, or are they going to try in free agency, or are they going to stick with Tyler Huntley? Yeah, I don't see him sticking with Tyler Huntley. I don't. I don't think that that bodes well. But then again, they may revamp their offense to where it works with Huntley. Yeah, you know, more on his side than than obviously with what Lamar does. Uh, Giants beat Minnesota. We both saw that one. Yeah. Uh, very good game. Enjoyed that one. Um, I thought that was a heck of a game. And, and we both basically stated that Kirk Cousins, until he wins a playoff game, he's a regular season guy. Just a big guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not a bad quarterback. Let's just say that. Yeah. He is not a bad quarterback. But when it comes to – and he didn't have terrible stats. Let's He didn't uh, – it was – he had a good game. But when it come down to it, in the biggest play of the game, when you need a first down, what do you do? He checked down. Yeah. On a fourth and 12, fourth and 13, and he checked down. That's just – that's not a big-time player. And I realize that Jefferson was tightly covered in so many ways, but I throw the ball up in his direction. Somewhere. He makes those plays. You yeah. know, that's why you're paying him that much money. And you could tell by his reaction after afterwards, it was like, you know, well, what was I doing out here? Yeah, I mean, he got targeted, I think, six times the entire game. Yeah, yeah I mean, he had the touch, the touchdown that got taken away because he was down at the half-yard line uh, at the very start. But, I mean, the Giants the Giants just didn't – they just didn't go, fall – like, they didn't quit right then. They were like, okay. And then Daniel Jones. Yeah. Daniel Jones came to play. 308 yards, 78 yards rushing. He had a fantastic game. And – Look, this the Eagles aren't a a guarantee to move on because they got the Giants. I agree. The, I mean, they beat them earlier in the year, or they beat them two weeks ago in the last game of the season uh, by ten. But that was because the Giants did not care. They had their playoff spot. Yeah, they didn't play anyone. So in that game, and so. the Giants did. They had to play. They had to get back and get uh, Jalen Hurts yeah. back ready to play again. That's right. So now he's had two weeks. Uh, I think it's going to be the best game of the week. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Well, that's okay. That's not true. The game I'm looking forward to the most is Sunday night. Uh, but, but this is going to be fun. Um, I'm excited to see what I'm excited to see what Daniel Jones can do now that he's an underdog. Now two weeks in a row, yeah. seven and a half point underdogs. Uh, this is Saquon looked good. I say Hodgins looks good. Uh, they had Reg, uh, Ricky or not Ricky. I'm sorry, but. Uh, uh, James, he was catching passes. Uh, their defense looked good yeah, they when did. they needed them. I just, I don't know. That's just one of the things. The Vikings are the to me, and since I'm a Titans fan, they feel like the Titans of the North. Yeah, I think so. Uh, or, think so. or you know, or the, the NFC. Yeah, or the Titans of the NFC, yeah. and and you know, that's just what it felt like. Uh, they've got a very good. I thought they had a good regular season quarterback, and when it come down to the biggest game of the year, where you've got to win. 
he's not going to win. Yeah. And that's where that's how I feel about my franchise. So, but hey, good for the Giants. Yeah. I, I know I know a lot of people hate that a New York franchise uh, won a playoff game, and I don't. I uh, like not, it. I liked it. I liked the Giants winning. Yeah. Cowboys beat the Bucks. Uh, Brady that did throw. demolished the Bucks. It wasn't demolishing, but beat the hell out of them. All right, it's it's like playing a fifth fifth grade team. I mean, come on. They had no line. Brady had no line which which to play with. He was chased around the whole night. You imagine you're you know when you turn forty five years old, if if Michael Parsons is chasing you everywhere. But I'm not. I'm not Tom Brady. You know, okay, I'm not. But Tom Brady. but he's not magic, and he has to have a little That's, help. That you're you're very very true. But there was. But passes. I really think the biggest problem that the Bucks had, and it was all year is that Bruce Arians was not in charge of that team. Yeah, that is also completely fair, but yep. the entire week the Cowboys heard that they are 0-7 against Tom Brady. Yeah. They uh, they haven't won a road playoff game since 1993. Yeah. That's another thing that they had to deal with. And, of course, you've got everybody who's like, well, the Cowboys can't win in the playoffs no matter what. They're not winning this game. Well, and, I mean, that, and that, of comes, course, that comes with being the Cowboys. Exactly. I mean, you, you have to take that because you, right. you have everything else I, that's going on. I agree on. with all but, that. You know, I agree with and all that's, that. And that's why they are, you know, pro, more than likely, they are the team that the NFL considers their franchise. Right. They're, they're, they're the most hated and the most loved team, I think, I agree, in, in I the agree league. I agree there. Yeah. Uh, but they, they came out and proved a point to me. Dak had – Dak went for 305, only missed eight passes. He was 25 of 33. He had four touchdowns. Dalton Schultz had two of those. Uh, dominated. And, and look, they had they had Tom Brady – obviously, they don't have an offensive line, but they had Tom Brady throwing passes, skipping the, skipping the ball yeah. all he night long. He was rushing long. hard. It was, it was not – obviously, but it's a 46-year-old Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, and so, when, we, when I said last year Tom Brady doesn't miss, there's, there comes a line where he does miss. It's 46 years old, and he's trying to play football against, yeah, against mean, one of the best teams in football. You know, he's, he is the GOAT, but now comes time, do you stay? Does he stay? Does he go somewhere right now? Or does he say, you know what? I think that's got to be it. You know, I don't know. There, there's not much more to prove for Tom Brady. No, really, there's not. And you don't want to go back to the Bucks because I – and I think he knows that. Uh, the only place I could see him ending up is Miami. Miami, and then there's three teams that have popped up that it would be interested in him, and one of them's ours. Yeah. Uh, I just don't – I don't think we could pay him, though. I don't want that. Uh, t- three years ago, when he when he decided to go to the Bucks, yes, I was for it, but I was also for keeping Tannehill at the time because we had just made an AFC Championship run. Right. Uh, I just think t- it's time for Tom Tom to hang it up. Uh, what? A, that, like I said, there's nothing there's nothing left to prove. You are the greatest of all time. Yeah, and he's he's got to look at those situations. Uh, you know, when the offers start coming in. It's not going to be about money for him. No. Uh, it's got to be about what team fits him. What situation is, exactly. is, is, the, is the right one? And do they have the line to protect my right. old ass? So that should Im- ele- immediately eliminate the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> it definitely will. It definitely will. Uh, left tackles were exposed uh, this past weekend, and we understood. Yeah. We fully understood exactly what they're doing. Brady's left tackle. That's how important uh, they are. If you have yep. a quarterback, you need a left tackle. We didn't have one. There was a lot of teams that, that were getting killed this weekend. They didn't have one, or they thought they had one, but they didn't. Bengals in that one and uh, replaced their left tackle. Exactly. Uh, and the Bengals the Bengals went all out for a new diff- uh, new line. Uh, yep. And they – I mean, yes, they improved. Let's Let's – 
they improved tremendously. I think they improved year. everywhere but left tackle. Probably, yeah. You know. But, I mean, let, we'll see what they do now. Like, I mean, they've played well. They, I mean, who knows? It may have just been a bad game. You know, because the Ravens aren't, aren't anything to sleep on defensively. They've yeah. been a really good defensive team Always. for years. So, I mean, I don't know. That's going to be a fun game. Cannot wait. Yeah, I love, uh, I'm for, loving that game. I cannot wait for Niners and uh, Cowboys. It's the last game of the weekend. Uh, Jack's right. KC, I really see Mahomes. I, just, I, I, I think that he's – but the, does the layoff hurt KC or Philly? I don't know. That's the thing. With the Chiefs, I don't think so. Probably not. But this is one of those games, though. It's a scary game. Where the Chiefs are – are project, I mean, they're eight-and-a-half-point favorites. But you, you've got to be prepared for a shootout. Right. You're, Jacksonville's not going to stop Kansas City. No. But Kansas City probably ain't going to stop Jacksonville. Not much. I mean, they might stop them a couple times. And, and can you stop them a couple times? That that might be where that yeah. eight-and-a-half-point spread comes. I think there's going to be a decent amount of points, and I think you could you could see whatever the over is, and you might like that. But then also, that, that could also mean that – both defenses just show up, and then there's no offense. Right. You know, but I, I just don't see that with Kansas City. Mm. Uh, maybe not this week. Uh, next week, if they get past Jacksonville, uh, I could see this being a very, very good game with the with either the Bengals or the Bills. Uh, I mean, I don't want. I wouldn't want to see either one of them. No, but I mean, no, but you get them at home. But you get the Jags. We'll see. The Jags have this is their. They hadn't made. They hadn't won in the playoffs since the year with Blake Bortles, where they lost to the uh, the Patriots in yeah. the AFC Championship. So I mean, they're a good team. I mean, they're a pretty good team. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just I've got a I've got a prediction, like a a betting prediction, and I've had my pre or I had my pre playoff picks, which is the Chiefs winning this game. But I don't know if I want to do that eight and a half, and we'll do that after we uh, we go through all this because I'll just do my I'll just do my best bets right at the end of this segment because it's it's all NFL. It's all NFL. Let's <laughs> just keep it with the NFL. Giants Philly. I think that one will be the low scoring game. I do uh, too. You know, I think it's going to be a fun game for a Saturday night. Uh, Sunday you got Bengals Buffalo. We talked about that two o'clock on CBS. Might be uh, a lot of points there. Yeah, I think so. I think it really could be. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of uh, weapons um, on the, both offenses that are just a lot of fun. And like you said, that game has – we'll get the finish of that game, mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, and then Dallas and San Francisco. This is a classic matchup in the playoffs. You know, you go back way, way back for, for this kind of thing. And, and it's when San Francisco busted through yeah. and started their dynasty. Long, long time ago. Here is what I'm looking at. Like, it, it's, it matters of which team is going to show up. Uh, are we going to see the Cowboys of old in the playoffs? Or are we going to see the team that we saw Saturday or Sunday or Monday night? Because I think if we see a team Monday night, we're going to see a very good game. I think it's got to be a good game. Uh, but also, are we going to see the Niners? They've won 11 in a row now. Okay. Not all teams, not all NFL teams, can go on an eleven-game winning streak and keep that up through the uh, through the Super Bowl. Can they continue to do that? I mean, more, uh, more than likely, usually you're due. But and you still uh -huh. ha and, and we still have to remember. And Brock Purdy has played incredible, but he is still a rookie, and this is still his second playoff game. Yeah, this is it. I mean, this is only his second playoff game. We don't. I I don't know if he's going to be able to handle the pressure. I mean, he doesn't have to have a lot of. 
he doesn't have to do a lot with the Niners, which is a good thing. He's got CMC, Debo, or Debo, Brandon Ayuk, who can catch the ball. Uh, even his backup running backs are our backup running back is good. Oh, and, yeah. and he's got, I mean, he's still got weapons everywhere else. Like, I mean, you still got Juwan Jennings who can catch passes. Yep. And, I, and, and of course, George Kittle. I mean, George Kittle is uh, – I think is, he's taken over as the best tight end in football. He's right up there. I mean, I think it I think Him it switches, and Kelsey. I think it switches back and forth between Travis Kelsey week in and week yeah. out sometimes. Uh, Travis Kelsey's a freak, uh, and he can go for 100 yards every single game. But George Kittle's turning into that. He wasn't. He was getting about 50, you know, 50 yards, 40 yards a game. Now he can go for 80, 90, 100. Yeah. So I think Brock Purdy, uh, Brock Purdy likes George Kittle. Like he can find it. He likes to tie it in. So – We'll see. Does does the Niners do do something where they don't have to rely on Purdy to win the game, which is what you should do? I'd run the when ball. You can run the ball. Christian McCaffrey can run on anybody. But the the, the Dallas defense is nothing to joke about. So the, I think it's the most exciting game of the week. Uh, I'm the most excited about it. I'm still I'm I'm, I'm still not positive on who I'm going with. Um, I've sat here and thought about it, like, and I've thought about changing my pick already. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, ex- it's it. Th- this is I, I'm I'm very conflicted in this in this game. I want the Cowboys to win. I know that you don't, but I I do. I for some reason I think it would be fun to watch Dak playing an NFC Championship. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I know mean, Dak I, can go sleep on a sleep number bed for all I care. See, I don't but, know. I just know. think it'd be funny. Uh, I don't know how the Cowboys are <laughs> what they're going to do with their kicking game. Woo. Man, will that come into play? Uh, if know? it does, then they're not going to win the win the game. Uh, and and it wasn't like, you know, he was kicking in say Buffalo or or Foxborough. He was kicking in perfect weather in, in Tampa, Tampa Bay. Florida. Even though it was a little cool, but my gosh, you know, after a little bit, you make some adjustments. And uh, I love Dak after the game. So yeah, we were all behind him. We we're all behind him. Bullshit. During the game, you weren't all behind him. They were all. He but was I mean, yelling, let's go for fucking two. You should have gone for him. two. They should have gone for two. Yeah, I was, I was surprised they didn't. I thought it was after cruel. Two, after two picks, two missed, go for two. I hate kickers, but I thought it was extremely cruel to keep put, putting that dude out, back out there. Yeah. yeah. Knowing he was going to miss it again. Now, he got that fifth one, but I mean, that game, but the game was already over. The game was already over anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he still. It was over at 14. He couldn't nothing. kick. Or 12, nothing. He, excuse me. He had the yips. Uh, and I. Does yeah. that continue over? I don't know, but uh, I don't see them. I w- he wouldn't have been on my team on Tuesday. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's playoffs, and but you can find somebody. I mean, there's probably somebody out there. They signed a they signed a practice squad kicker yeah. just like 30 minutes ago, so we'll see. Yeah, uh, obviously uh, we'll get to your best bets in just a second. Titans signed, uh, found their GM, yep. decided to go. Uh, with San Francisco 49ers assistant GM or dire- I was wrong director of director, player personnel yeah, yeah. that kind of thing it's which is basically an assistant yeah. uh, to the GM and in, in in football uh, it, more than likely very good hire more than likely a lot so. of people a lot of people I didn't see a ton of people hate it you yeah. know uh, when I thought it was a good I mean it, anytime you can base a model off of the San Francisco 49ers or what they've done in the past few years. I think that's something that you should do. Um, and does that mean that they're going to give up? Uh, does Brock Purdy mean they're going to give up on Trey Lance? That, see, that's the question. I don't know. Does he bring Trey Lance with him? Yeah, it's possible. Uh, but he's under contract, so we're going to have to give up something. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I 
that that is that is a situation for the Niners that I don't want to be in. Yeah. Because you've got a guy that you picked in the first round to start. Uh, you had Jimmy G, who you traded for to start, and Brock Purdy was there to be a a backup. There yeah. was no there was no plans on him to be the starter. No, no, and he was he was he was the 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 practice squad guy. And, but we talked about you know, all year long. It didn't matter who the quarterback is for the San Francisco 49ers. In a lot of ways, it doesn't. But he's, but he's putting up he's numbers. elevated them. He's putting up numbers. He's you putting know, up a lot of numbers. He's elevated them with his play. And and like I said uh, several weeks ago. You have to remember that Brock Purdy was a Heisman candidate last year with Iowa State early on. Yeah, yeah. Early on. And then Iowa State, the whole team started yeah. to, to fold quite a bit. So, dude can play, yeah, he, obviously. Yeah, he was never he a bad play. player. Just, just, you know, don't bring Jimmy G with you to Nashville. That's my concern. I don't want to see that. Oh, no. Because, uh, uh no. Like I, <laughs> but I do I, – I expect a scheme change offensively for the Chief, or for the Titans. They interviewed Eric Benami, the uh, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, and uh, Matt Nagy, which I mean, both of them are tempo. Or, you know, yes. you, you see what you see what they do. Uh, so I don't know what they do. I hope. I mean, honestly, I do hope it's a change in scheme, because I, I mean, yes, you have Derrick Henry and you can power run it all you want, but you've got to figure out a way to get the ball in space and be fast. And I, that's what. The, and I know Vrabel wants them to go fast offensively. Uh, so we'll see. I that there's a lot of off season left. We're gonna find out who the quarterback is soon. Uh, are they gonna stay with Tannehill for one more year and draft somebody? I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm ready to see what they do. Uh, there's a lot to work on, and 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 Rand and Rand Cawthorn or Cawthon, I'm sorry, uh, has got a lot. I mean, he immediately has to get to work. There is no there is no enjoying being hired for the first right. time. It's time to go to work. You've got a franchise to turn around. Now, I mean, you know, not even turn around. Get back on track. Get on track. You got to structure, restructure a line. The defense is fine. Uh, Maybe work on some secondary a little yeah, bit. Get get people healthy. Work on that part of it as well. But uh, everything else, I think, uh, it, it's got to concentrate on offense. So your best bets. Yeah. Okay. So I went four, one, and one last well, last week betting. I pushed. With the Bengals game because it was minus seven at the, when I made the bet. Yeah. So they won by seven, so I pushed. And the only one I lost was the Bills because I went twelve and a half. And what sucks is like if I if I mean nobody can see this, but if I were to go back on my notes from last week, my original notes were Dolphins plus nine and a half. Yeah. And I changed it when I found out there was Skylar Thompson, and I went Bills twelve and a half. Who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. So you know. I was like, all right. So either way. I got everything else right. I thought I felt really good about those picks. I feel really good about these picks except the last one. So here we go. Uh, we're gonna start. We're just gonna go in order uh, from Saturday to Sunday. We're gonna start with the Jags and the Chiefs. Uh, the Jags are eight and a half point underdogs. Do I think that they win the game? No, I don't. I think the Chiefs win, but I think the Jags are gonna play well enough to keep it under a touchdown. I think it might be three to seven points. And, you know, I, I just don't see the – I'm going to stick with the Jags as an underdog until they lose. So, here I go. Jags plus eight and a half. That's okay. my first one. Yeah. Um, also, uh, the Giants and Eagles. Uh, Eagles are seven and a half point favorites. Wow. I, I just think that's too much for a division game in the playoffs. The Giants are playing really well. 
the and especially rivals. Eagles have not played well. No, they haven't. Now, granted, Jalen Hurts did not play two of those last three weeks of the regular season, and he will be fully healthy. I think he's the most pl- important player on the on the on the field. But we will he show any signs of rust? I think maybe a little. They probably win the game still, but I'm still thinking about a three point game, and I'm gonna go. Giants plus eight and a half on that one. Okay. I would not be afraid though, and I'm not going to do it until the, the day of the uh, the day of the game. But I wouldn't be afraid to pick uh, to click Giants money line just straight up, mm-hmm. just for them to win the game. But I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to do Giants minus seven and a half. You look at you know Giants lost to Minnesota not too long ago. They come back, beat them on the road. Same with Philly. Mm-hmm. Come back. Play them on the road. Yeah, Giants are a team that can I, make a run to the Super yeah. Bowl. They're not a bad football team. They are a very good team. You're um, right. My next one is we're going to stick with the underdog theme. Uh, the Giants or, or the Bills are five and a half point favorites. Uh, this was when I wrote uh, when I wrote all this out. I think it's already moved down to four and a half, but I don't care. Uh, I am sticking with the hot hand. Uh, the Bengals can force turnovers. The and Josh Allen has has had many the past few you know the past few weeks. I'm going with the Bengals to win money line straight up. It's at plus one ninety six. So that's basically went bet one ninety six or bet one hundred to win one hundred ninety six dollars. Uh, I'm going with the Bengals to win the game agree, straight up. I like, I like the Bengals. One. I've picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not stopping now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally on that one. And the last one that has given me the most heartache, um, 49ers are playing. They're the best team in football. There's not even a question to me that they are the best team in football. They're playing better than anybody. Their quarterback is playing better than uh, most. Than most. Uh, their defense is good. Oh, man, I like the Cowboys. I do. I love the Cowboys. But four is a low number to me. Um I think I think the Cowboys can keep this really close, and it might end up being a it might be end up being a one to four point game. But I think the Forty ers pull away late. Um, I think Vegas is trying to get a lot of people in. I think so too. too. I, but I'm still not. I, I, and and when we come back on to, when next week when we're recording, if the Cowboys have won, please don't. Like I, I'm 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 telling you, I'm I would not be surprised. I think the Cowboys can win. I think. I want to pick them to win, but I'm not picking them. I'm not picking them. To, I'm not picking them to win. So I'm going with uh, the Niners minus four against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. or against the uh, yeah Niners, Niners Niners minus four against Cowboys. Okay. So right. let's see what I let's see what I do this week. So four one and one last week. We got four games this week. Yep. And we'll find out how that goes. College basketball in just a little bit. We'll also do some other sports as well, NBA and some uh, different little things to talk about. This is the weeks in the Pope podcast. College basketball, I'm telling you, it's really rolling right now. Uh, for a lot of teams, uh, we're starting to see some that uh, – just, just the parity. Like I said, I think the parity in college basketball is there. We've seen it the past few years. I think it continues right now. Uh, this past weekend, some fun games to watch, some not-so-fun games to watch. I watched my team uh, play North Carolina. I tried. They I they played well for about eight minutes. Yeah, they did. And then it was like, okay, Kenny Payne showed up. Um, and Baycott played. Yeah, Baycott did play. 
They didn't think he was going to play. No. And, I, and I think um, most people were, like, shocked at that moment. He was on crutches. The, the, he that walked morning, in on crutches. That morning was on crutches. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's, he's fine. Well, uh, obviously, you get a shot and some tape. You can go. Yeah, go. Yeah, you know. like we, we need you against the mighty Louisville Cardinals. Oh, today. it was win or lose. Oh, good God. But, I mean, I guess they are in a spot uh, – North Carolina is in a spot where they have to win now. Yeah. They've they, lost too much. That's true. So, that's I mean, true. every game is sort of a must-win for them. So, Baycott may have to play. And even if it is playing against a team that's won two games. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I tried to watch a little bit. I was frustrated. Um, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm still mad about it. Uh, damn, Cal. Yeah, but but look, yeah. it wasn't a good day for the top twenty-five in general on Saturday. Eleven top twenty-five teams got beat. They did, and I, I'll name them all really quick. Number sixteen, Miami got beat by NC State. Yep. Wisconsin lost to I th- I'm not even care. I'm not even naming who they lost to. Number eighteen, Wisconsin lost. Number eleven, Kansas State lost. Number fifteen, Arkansas. Number five, Tennessee. Nineteen, Providence. Twenty, Missouri. 14 Iowa State, 24 Duke, 9 Arizona, and 23 San Diego State. Not a good day for the top 25. Nope. The only nope. good day it was was for a few of the teams. A few teams had some really good days. Alabama won by 40. Yes. Yes. Alabama won by 40. Uh, they looked really good. Then on Tuesday night, they struggled with Vandy. Well, let – they, I guess they had a reason. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, dude wasn't a major player, but no. But one of but your players, one of your teammates, gets charged with murder on yeah. the day after a forty-point victory <laughs> against LSU. A little that bit of probably, a shock. That probably has a little bit of effect. And the spread went down to eight and a half at the time. Uh, mm. And then, and they they ended up they they covered. So I mean, they're a good team. They're I, they may be the best team. They beat Houston. Yeah, Houston's number one. Houston's and I hate one. to say it. Alabama may be the best team in basketball. They could be. Uh, they may be. Or – But, I mean – Who else may be? There's the a lot team. of good teams. Yeah. Kansas yeah. got beat last night. True. They were number two. They were number two by Kansas State. Yes. Iowa State won a big game. Beat Texas. Another beat top Texas, ten team. You know, and who knows what's going on. That's what I love about it. You know, and Tennessee it, saved Cal's job. I'm just going to go ahead and say it before we get going. <laughs> I think That's why did. we lost. I think they did. I'm going to go ahead and give this excuse out, and I don't care. I can do whatever I want. It's my podcast, too. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee needs Cal to stay around. They didn't need him going to Texas. Needed him to win. They played like crap. It was on purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I know it wasn't on purpose because nobody loses to Kentucky on purpose. We don't lose to Kentucky on purpose. We played like dog shit. Couldn't shoot. Got out rebounded by twenty. They shot twenty more free throws than us. They dominated the game. They they didn't really dominate the game. They just out hustled us. Yeah. And it pissed me off. And I'm oh, it pisses me off to lose to Cal. But congratulations, Cal. You don't get to leave yet. Yeah, I, I know Alabama's playing well, but Gonzaga beat them recently. Yeah, they did. And Gonzaga's know, a very good basketball they're team. A very good team. They've won uh, eleven in a row. Well, they're not going to lose much with uh, their with schedule. With that schedule, no. Yeah. Uh, UCLA's won 13 in a row. They're a very good team. They are an exceptional they team. They play Arizona on Saturday. That's good. Arizona State uh, tonight or Thursday. Yeah. Thursday and then Arizona on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty tough schedule because Arizona State Arizona. right now is second in the in the Pac-12. 14-2. and two. So. Very surprising. Yeah. But, so, I mean, look. But it, you got to beat these teams in order to be the best This is the team you got to beat to be one of the best ones. UCLA's the uh, – UCLA and Arizona are the two best teams, in my opinion, in the back 12 Actually, I don't think that that's an opinion. I think that's a fact. Uh, Arizona State might be the might be a 
up there in standings right now, but they hadn't played UCLA yet. No, they haven't played the upper echelon. So teams. let's That's let's, true. let's see. That's true. Uh, uh, Houston won obviously last night. Uh, and Purdue plays at Minnesota on Thursday. Let's see. Purdue oh. still has the Player of the Year, Tyler Eddy. To yeah. me, yeah. Uh, kid is still unreal. Texas lost to Iowa State. They go to West Virginia. Xavier uh, at DePaul tonight. We're recording on a Wednesday. Um, Big East is just – Big East is classic Big East. They're beating up on each other. Yeah, UConn got destroyed by St. John's Ooh. the other night. Wow. Or Sunday night. Just destroyed. Mm-hmm. And now UConn – I mean, UConn's got – now I don't know. They play Creighton tonight. I don't even know if they're going to win. Who knows? I mean – They're on the road. It's tough. It's, hard, it's, tough, to win a ro- it's tough to win road games. Xavier in is, is in first in the Big East. They're unbeaten in conference play. Followed by Providence, Marquette, Creighton, and then UConn. Providence and Marquette play tonight, so yep. that'll be a good one. Yep. Uh, Shaka Smart's doing a good job at, at Marquette. Um, like you said, Tennessee to beat Mississippi State. Did a good job. Went on the road, winning uh, on Tuesday night. Without two of their best players. Right. Or two of their, two of their scores, for sure. Which, and they can't afford for scores to be out. No, they've got to be out of score. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, they, uh, a I, terrible I think I told team you, at times. yeah, they're not good. At, yeah, they, and they can't go three to five minutes uh, a, a game, you know, or not scoring. And, that, I mean, yes, their defense is the best. Like, they are the mm-hmm. best defensive team in the league, but you can't go that long without scoring points. It was 23-23 at halftime last night. And, and the Kentucky game, look, you, you missed – Tennessee missed like five layups. 15 to 20 points were missed off yes. the layups. I mean, and then your point guard misses most of those. Uh, that's just a very, very unusual type situation, um, and it's Seems just like one of them things that happens. Yeah, you and, know? and look, I know that I said that Tennessee was going to beat the shit out of Cal, and I still think that they should, but it's still Kentucky, and we've talked about how they've still got talent. Yes. They have talent. Yes. Now, they struggled with Georgia last night, but they didn't care. That wasn't – That wasn't their Super Bowl. No, they needed to beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They needed to become relevant again. And Tennessee right. Tennessee was number five in the country. The they had just got beat by the best team, in the, I think, in the SEC, which is Alabama, by 20. Lose to the worst team in the SEC by three. And then they get to the second best team on the road. They had to show up. Yep. If they didn't, Cal literally might be fired. I don't know how they could fire him, but they, he might have been. Yeah, could have been. You just <clears throat> so never know how things are going to go now. Uh, they had to win. They had to win. They played well. Oscar Shibway dominated the boards. Uh, yeah, that was a domination by, by Kentucky on they, the rebounding. They had 20 more rebounds in Tennessee. Wow. Tennessee had four offensive rebounds the entire game. That is pathetic. And I told you, and I think I told my dad, and I told is anybody, listen, if Euros Plastic is your best player in a game, you're in then trouble. you're not going to win games. You're in trouble. And that's what happened uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning or Saturday afternoon. Saturday afternoon. And that's that, right. I mean, he had 19 points. He played awesome. But when he's your best player, you're not going to win games. Right. So, exactly. that can't happen anymore. Yeah, Alabama's in first in the SEC. Texas A&M is second. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, you got Tennessee third, Auburn fourth. A&M's uh, we, got a good one tonight against Florida, but they play them at home. Yep. Then they've got Kentucky on Saturday at Rupp. See, that, you know. the moving to – you know, being on the road is where it's the tough one. That's exactly it. That was in Tennessee goes to LSU. Yes. Uh, LSU's not as good as they have been, but they have a new coach. Yep. Uh, they have Murray State's old coach. They've got a lot of their old players. Yep. Uh, but they're still dangerous. I mean, they're still a team that can beat you. So you gotta go. You gotta show up to play. You need Santa. Uh, you need Vescovi back. Yes, yes. Alabama and Missouri on Saturday as well. Two ranked teams. Uh, Maryland, Purdue, Temple at Houston. Some of the games on Sunday. Uh, you know, ACC, Clemson still first. 
I was really shocked that they survived the week. But uh, did they get beat last night? Did they? Got beat or two nights ago against two Wisconsin. nights ago. Lost yeah. on Monday night to Wake Forest. Yes, by twelve. And May- Wake is now tied for second with Miami. Yeah. And you got uh, Pitt and Virginia in fourth as well. Louisville's last. Thank God we're winning at something. Zero and seven on the season in mm-hmm. the in. The <laughs> <laughs> in the ACC. And I know this uh, isn't this week, though, uh, and technically Monday's a part of the podcast week for us, but Monday you've got Kansas at Baylor. That'll be a good that's one. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So, that's I mean, I feel fun. like we can add that to it because by that time, I mean, we don't rec- we won't record till Wednesday anyways. So, yeah. So, that's a – There's a three-way tie right now in the Big 12 at Big, number one. The Big 12 is – in. The Big 12 is the best basketball conference right now you know, in college. Kansas State, who won last night over Kansas mm-hmm. in overtime. Iowa State and mm-hmm. Kansas all tied for first. Texas is fourth. Uh, that, that they're still playing decently well. Without a can, coach. Given what they've gone through is pretty damn amazing. TCU's playing really well, too. Yep. Uh, I think everybody in the Big 12, maybe outside of Texas Tech and West Virginia, are are very good, uh, very good, and I still think those teams are good. They're just not at the level the other teams are. It's going to be a tough uh, conference to win. Uh, if I have to guess, I'm going with Kansas to finish it off somehow. I n- I don't know. I-, I think they probably end up winning the conference tournament. But I mean, do, do you think I'd be surprised if Kansas State wins it or the way they've been playing? Right. Or or I, shit, I wouldn't be surprised if TCU won it. They've been playing really well. Uh, but right now, I'd still pick Kansas. Uh, I know they got beat. Last night, but I mean they lost an overtime. It was overtime. It was eighty three, eighty two. Kansas almost pulled a you know or almost pulled the typical Kansas play like dog crap the entire game. Yep. Come back at the very very end and sneak by and win the game. <laughs> it just almost happened again. It's just what they do. They're the most frustrating team. If you you're a fan of Kansas, you love all the winning, but my God, you have to be tired of all the comebacks. Yes. You got to be like, can yes. we just blow some teams out? Even their national championship against Memphis, they had to come back. It went, yeah. went, what, double overtime, overtime, or something yeah. like that? No, they dominated that? the championship last year. Well, they dominated most of the game, uh, the championship last uh, last year. But they're, you know, it's Kansas. I mean, yeah. they do that. And it's annoying as, it's annoying as hell. But, hey, they keep winning. And, and they I, got a great coach. They got maybe one of the yeah. best coaches in college yeah. basketball. So, I mean, we'll see. I think Kansas is still the favorite. Yeah, I'd say so. It's fun. It's fun watching right now. Uh, Big Ten, you got Purdue. Rutgers is second, who's pulled off some big wins so far this season. And Michigan and Illinois. Um, Illinois, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa, they're all tied for fourth. That's a very good conference they're battling right now. Um, I, I don't know that you can find a weak Power Five conference, Power Six conference, whatever. Uh, in college basketball right now, I think they're all beating up on each other, and that's fun. I think they're I think they're especially top heavy. I think the Big Twelve is pretty good all around. I yeah. think every other conference is pretty top heavy. I think the bad teams are bad. Yes, you know Tennessee or the SEC has some bad teams. The the Big Ten has some very bad teams. Mm-hmm. Pac twelve bad teams. Yes, but. Up there at the top, there's some really good teams. The Big East, they, I don't. Maybe the Big East only has maybe one or two bad teams. But Big the rest, East, Big East, pretty is damn just good. One of those, uh, like you said, St. John's mm-hmm. uh, defeated with UConn the other night. Uh, it's just one of those things where they play against each other very well. It's getting back to those days, early Big East, uh, when ESPN started covering. Yeah. It. Uh, of, of, of starting to get a little more prominence and the people are going to start paying attention to them again. Just all-around good good teams. I mean, when, when Creighton is not ranked right now because they've been getting beat up by some of these big, big East teams, 
you know that's a that's that's a sign of a good conference because Creighton is a good basketball team. They are a very good basketball team. Uh, we have NBA. Um, I'd say still the Eastern Conference being led by Boston. Uh, you can't count out Milwaukee. 76ers are playing well. Brooklyn, iffy. Yep, they don't you have know. KD for another two to three weeks. Right. So that's that's tough. Cleveland and the Hawks are play, starting to play well. Um, yes. They, you got a lot of good stuff going on in the East. Toronto, you can't escape them. Um, the Western Conference, you got the Nuggets. The Grizz have won 10 in a row going into tonight's game. Uh, with Cleveland at FedEx Forum. It should be a good one. Game. I don't think – I'm not sure that Donovan Mitchell's playing. He wasn't on any of my uh, – he might end up playing, but I, he wasn't any under my bet, betting lines tonight. I was looking up total points yeah. and stuff, and, and it wasn't – his name wasn't there. Well, so, maybe, maybe, maybe it's getting added late. Or, but I mean, if he does play and we get Donovan Mitchell and Ja, yeah, that's a game to watch. Ja's jam, jam the other night. God, that's for, amazing. Got his seventh drug test of the year after that. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous that they think that he's doing all this on some sort of drug. The dude, the dude weighs like a pound and has yeah. leaping ability. He just floats. Yeah, he floats. Gosh, he's just amazing. Ja, Ja's a freak, and yep. and look, they're going to keep winning games. The West is not as strong as. As no, the, as the East. And, and you not. can win. When the Nuggets are a half game up on the Grizz right now, which doesn't mean anything no. right now. Pelicans and Kings are playing well. I like to see the Kings playing well. We they are playing some, really well. Get some different teams in there. You don't ever see Sacramento uh, to get in there. It's been a long, long time since they've they've been a playoff relative type team. I'll, so. tell, you, I'll tell you a team that uh, I, I would say look out for. I don't know if they're going to make a run in the playoffs, but they're at the 12th spot right now, which is currently out of the playoffs. They're 21 and 23. No, they're in the 10th spot. I'm sorry. I was, I'm thinking of something else. <clears throat> but they're in the 10th spot. Shy is averaging 30 points for them. They've won three games in a row. They beat the Nets without KD. Uh, they beat the Bulls and the 76ers. Oh, that's a hell of a stretch right yep. there to win. Uh, this week, they've got the Pacers, Kings, and Nuggets. They can make a, they can make a jump. You know that they're not a bad they're not a bad team. They're very 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 young. I, I, and that's what I like about Shed Oklahoma Holmgren. State. I, I really uh, Oklahoma City. That's what I like about them is that they're young. They've done a great job with their draft. It took so long for them to realize that Shai Gilgis Alexander is a superstar. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, he is one of the top. Uh, what we last week he was number four in scoring. Yeah, he's right up there. He is. Uh, he, I mean, when you're top five in scoring, that means you're a damn good basketball player. And he and he's <laughs> he's an MVP candidate. Yeah, he's incredible. Like, and and he can score at will. They, so, they already have a win against the Grizz at home. Yeah. Uh, so they they play well against the good teams. They're an exciting team to watch. So I mean, they've got to go. They got to. They got a tough. I mean, they don't really have a tough week ahead of them. I mean, they do. They play the Kings and the Nuggets. But I mean, and those are good teams. I mean, Nuggets are yeah. number one in the West, and the Kings are number six. Number four. Number. So they moved up to four. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, they're look that that. You can you can prove some point. You know you can prove that you're a pretty decent team. Um, you know last week and going into this week. So I, that's team that's team I would say keep an eye out on. Uh, they may not make like I said they may not make a run in the playoffs, but I feel like that they're gonna make some noise in the regular season. And I think that the I think that they're gonna be in that for sure. They're gonna end up in the uh, the playing tournament. Yes, I think that I think they and they could cause some havoc in there. Uh, Golden State, Boston on Thursday, Philly, Portland. Um, I don't know what to think about Portland. Sometimes I think they're about to turn it around. Currently and, out of the playoff race, you know. They, then they don't, which is know. crazy to me. I, but I mean, they did blow up kind of everything. Yeah, 
No, so, I mean, they, they put all their eggs Dame. In, in the Dame basket. Yeah. You know, so uh, Indiana-Denver on Friday. Uh, Indiana's can score some points. You know, they can really fly with points. Tonight's the game of the week for me. For, for the, the, the NBA. Hawks and – Hawks and Mavs. Mavs. Luke and Trey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's – this is like – Where's I, I, the game at? Uh, it is in – I think it's in, in Atlanta. Okay, that'll be that'll be bad for the Mavs. Uh, they yeah, because they don't well play well on the road. Let me make sure before I before I say that wrong. Uh, but he, like, Luca is a freak. It's just a freak. Uh, what he does? Oh, it's in Dallas, so never mind. Okay. It's going to be Dallas is two and a half point favorites. Yeah, uh, it, it should be a good one. Uh, the Hawks are starting to play well. They're starting to play together. They've got everybody back. Capella, John Collins. Uh, Deontay Murray and Trey Trey Young are starting to play well together. Uh, you know, th- th- I think they're a pretty good team. I think they can turn it on. I don't know if they'll win tonight, but I I, th- I think they're going to turn it on and they're going to get out of that damn uh, nine spot or whatever they are in the play-in tournament. I think they get. I think they'll eventually get into that top six somewhere. They probably. Will. But it's tough because I mean, from two to five, mm. w- separated by one game. So yeah. you got to start winning some games. It's going to be tough if you don't. And that's that's the great thing about the NBA. A lot of people don't realize it is there's not a lot of movement no. in those spots because the teams are that good. I mean, it's the and Bucks, Sixers, Nets, Cavs. That's right. And they are they are all a half a game or one game apart. Mm-hmm. And there's some good teams. Uh, so I think the Nets are the ones that end up losing out on that uh, because they're going to have KD with they're going to be without KD the most. So I mean, but still, I mean, God. Boston uh, at Toronto on Saturday. I like that one. Uh, pay attention to that one if you if you're a betting person. Uh, Sunday Grizz at Phoenix. We'll see how well they do on the road. Uh, we'll see if Booker and and uh, and 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 CP3 play. They have not played as of late. I don't think. No, Grizz beat the crap out of them Monday yeah. night. They didn't. They did not play on that one. Could be resting. Who knows? Pelicans at Miami. I like this game. On Sunday, I think that's going to be a fun game. Uh, Pelicans high flying. Miami's just a damn good team. Does does the Pelicans have everybody back? Is the key question. Oh. Is Zion playing? Because uh, tonight uh, they're playing. They are. Uh, are they playing the Heat tonight too? They probably are. I think it is. I think it is. Yes, Pelicans at Miami. It's they're doing that travel thing. Okay, so they're going to. All right, so. I don't think Zion plays tonight. Now, I don't know if he plays on Sunday, uh, but I mean, Pelicans are a good team when they're healthy. They're a very, very good team, healthy. So I don't know if they're going to be. I don't. I don't know if they're fully healthy. Miami. Miami likes to rest people randomly. It's weird how they rest people, but they're still. They still got good players. I mean, Jimmy Butler is awesome. Uh, Bam Abadio is, is is averaging 10, 10 rebounds a game. Sometimes he'll score twenty seven points, twenty eight points. Sometimes he'll score eight. You know, same with Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero will come out and drop six or seven threes. The next game he'll hit one, maybe yeah. none. You know, it's just – Yeah, the, the Heat are at the Pelicans tonight. Okay. Then they go back. So, it's that back-to-back But the situation. Pelicans are very, very good at home. Yeah, they are. So, I could I could see them winning tonight even without Zion. Yeah. That's the NBA. Uh, some other sports that are going on. You uh, you had some things. I guess we could start with with the MLB. Yeah, let's, let's um, say that. That's the one of the, the owners sports. have spent $3.8 billion in contracts. In the off season, Ooh. so when the next time they come up and start bitching about money and con and and players association and all this, they got their own self to blame. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's that's the funny thing about that. Uh, Carlos Correa finally decided on a team. We think. We th- yeah, we think. First, it was the Giants. Then is the Mets, mm-hmm. and now it's the back to the Twins. Yes, I, I understand the reason why he didn't originally sign with the first two teams was because of a physical. Yeah, that he uh, he suffered an injury before he signed with the Twins. Twins are not worried about it apparently. Yeah, but he did get a his contract is significantly less. Yeah, it's, uh, it's six years. Mir- it's six mil. years. Yep. and but I mean he you know he claims he's never been more excited to be in Minnesota. But what else are you supposed to say? Well, he tried to get out of there twice. I guarantee you he's not there right now. No. Why would Why you be, would you be there? Yeah, It's right. cold. It's, it's damn cold. Ouch. Uh, Rangers, I really like what the Rangers are doing. Uh, they just signed Evaldi. Yeah, Nathan Evaldi's not bad. You know, you, you, you combine him with – Jacob DeGrom. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, Andre Heaney, uh, two-year deal. Martin Perez decided to stay with the, the Rangers. They matched an offer. That's solid four right there. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's not a bad starting. I mean, I don't even know who the fifth guy is, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't. That's a pretty good line now. And and I never thought they had a bad offensive lineup. No, it was pretty good offensive. So lineup. I mean, that look, that was what they were missing was pitching. So what they went out and spent all their money on pitching, which they should have done. Yep. So brand new stadium, get a new pitching staff. You might as well do that. Uh, I I like what I see with them. Um, of course, the Cardinals have been silent since uh, getting Wilson Contreras. Well, they, 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 but I don't know if you saw the quote. They, they're, they're, they're okay. They like, they like who they have. But there's also some other things that are going on. They said that there might be another trade. And, and look, before that's, spring that's, training. That's the one thing that I always expect from the Cardinals because I don't expect them to make free agent pickups. Right. Wilson Contreras, yes, he wanted to be a Cardinal, and they needed a catcher, and they didn't one bad. Right. Uh, but. I, I, me and you, being fans, we clearly see uh, we see weaknesses that they need to fix. We know that. We, like, yes. we, I think any Cardinal fan could watch and be like, "We know what they need to fix." But Mo came out in a quote the other day said that he likes their guys. So that's why you've got Tyler o, Tyler O'Neill getting another year contract. There was all those players that a lot of them that we weren't wanting to stick around. They got a one year contract. <laughs> that's right. So. We'll see. Uh, I do. Ex- I expect a trade. I don't know when. Um, it would be nice. I don't know who. I don't. I don't know where. I don't know what it's coming from. Is it a corner outfielder? Is it a shortstop? I don't know. But it needs yeah. to be one of them. Yeah, and unless it's a you know a front end starter. Front end starter. I mean, that's the only other thing that you could ask for, and that all is going to depend on the health of the guys that are coming back. Yeah, and they should know a little something by now. Yeah, because they're monitoring them. Flaherty Flaherty was one of those guys that signed the one-year contract. He he, uh, that he come to a deal in arbitration, so he's going to be back. Hopefully, he's healthy. For I mean, for the love of Christ, can he be healthy? Yeah, we need. We need. This is two years now. Two years in a row. Whew. Got to have him. Got to have him in the front. Got to have him for the whole season. Yeah. So that can't all of a sudden rely on Wainwright again. Yes, that's that. Yeah, and this is it for Wayne. Wayne, he he announced it. He said he he didn't want to, but he finally announced it. They they kind of forced him. He said. He finally got into it, and he said, okay, this is it. So, this is it for Wayno. Um, you know, this would be a good year for us to send him out right. I don't know about winning the World Series. Like, I don't know if we got the horses to win that, but we got good talent. We got – I mean, Wilson Contreras, you've got the MVP, reigning MVP with um, Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. You have the best third baseman in baseball yep. with Nolan Arenado. You, uh, you have, you're going to have one of the best rookies this year coming up. I think Jordan Walker might actually get a starting spot. He might end up starting from day one. Uh, 
I think I think they're going to be good. It all depends on how how healthy they stay and are they willing to make one more move. Yeah. And then especially come July, are they willing to make that trade to uh, you know bolster some sort of uh, part of their lineup? I don't know. We'll see. So I think so. We've done. We've took care of baseball, right? Yes. Um, I let, sticking with baseball, let's uh, move on to the college really quick. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah. the baseball preseason rankings were released. Uh, well, I'll just name those off. We'll talk a little bit about you know during the all like because I mean, come summer and the spring, it's just baseball. It's all we get to talk about. Very much true. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about college baseball. I'll probably watch a lot more. I watched all of Tennessee baseball, obviously, because they're they're fun to watch. But uh, the preseason rankings came out yesterday, and they released um, LSU is his preseason number one. Uh, they had all those transfers come in. They're, they're they look loaded, uh, so they named them number one. Tennessee is number two. Stanford's three. Ole Miss is four. The defending uh, College World Series champions uh, got Texas A and M at five. Wake Forest at six. Florida at seven. Arkansas at nine. Oklahoma State at no, Arkansas at eight, Oklahoma State at nine, and Vanderbilt at ten. Um, that's a lot of SEC teams, like a lot. And that's always going to be the case, you know. I mean, the SEC in baseball, it's sort of like the SEC in football, in a way. Yeah, but this is almost just different. I mean, there's there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven SEC teams in the top ten. Seven. Just unreal. Yeah, you win that con- you win that conference. You're you you are legit. Yeah, that, I mean that's why Tennessee was the number one seed last year. Yeah, because when they won that conference, everybody's like, yeah, they deserve that. And it's going to be a lot harder to win it this year. Oh yeah, they're a lot, the, all those teams got better. Uh, you got yeah, you know Florida was down a little bit this this past year. Ole Miss was down all the way up until the uh, NCAA tournament. I mean they were terrible for most of the year, and then they win the they win the damn College World Series. Uh, Mississippi State, who's not in the top ten, they're going to be better. I mean, they're they won the national title the year before. They, their pitching staff is awesome. Vanderbilt's always going to be there, even though I don't like it. But they're always going to be there. Florida, like Arkansas, is never going away. Uh, Texas A and M is another team that surprised me last year. They're going to get better. They're now, you know, like I said, they're fifth. So I mean, you're going to win the SEC. You're going to have to play ball every weekend. Yeah. So other than that, like I got uh, the other than that, I have. Um, in other sports news, John Bones Jones is making his UFC return on March 4th. He's fighting Cyril Gain for the heavyweight title. It's his first fight since February 2020. He gets in quite a bit of legal trouble. So, um, you know, they're, they're, he signed an eight-year or an eight-fight contract with UFC. So, he's, you know, he's considered the greatest of all time. So, he's going to get – He's going to get some money. He's going to get some money. And mm-hmm. he's got a chance to win a title in his first fight back. So, there's that. And then to close it all out, uh, C.J. Stroud uh, from Ohio State officially announced he's entering the NFL draft. I know that there probably wasn't any question about it, but on Sunday and Monday, there were some weird rumors going around that they collected enough NIL for him to stick around. (laughs) You know, I think that'll work for guys who are maybe second round. Picks. I would say the same thing, second and third round and fourth yeah. round guys. I think that'll that can that can keep some guys around. Bonafide top 5 picks aren't no. going to stick around for they an NIL. They want to deal. not only be paid, they want to play at that next level. Yeah, so CJ Stroud, I didn't think it was it was a big deal. CJ Stroud, you know, I think he's the second best quarterback in the 
in the draft this year. So he made his announcement, and we'll see which uh, which team picks him up. Hopefully not the Colts. <laughs> Well, uh, so it's going to be a lot of talk. We'll, boy, we got a while to wait too, you know, until the draft. That's going to be fun, though. We'll do a little. We'll do a little draft thing oh, in yeah. April. We, we might do even it. do it. We might even do some sort of giveaway. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do another giveaway coming in the next coming months. We don't know what we're going to do yet. We've we liked the first one. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got we had we. I think I shot too high with the shares on Facebook, but because um, I mean, I I mean. Me, me expecting 100 shares is pretty kind of ridiculous right now. I mean, but it's a goal. But it's a goal. It's a goal. But we're going we're gonna to do something else soon. I don't know what, but we'll figure it out. But I like I liked it, and uh, I hope these guys, these guys like their hoodies that they're getting in. We're going to get a black one out or a gray one out to them whenever we get those made. i gotta got to call Grant and get him to uh, make those for us. Yeah, Project 731, they, they do great jobs uh, and, and very good for us as well. And if, like I said, if you'd like one, we will put it in an order for you. Yeah, I'm placing an order pretty soon, so, so if you want one, holler at me. Everybody, thanks for listening again. Uh, we have a blast doing this thing, and uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. A lot more college football, a lot of NFL to talk about, and uh, who, know, who the hell knows what else is going to pop up. Yeah. So that's going to be good. This is the Weeks in the Pope podcast. Everybody had a great weekend.